The Women's Fund for Scotland is Scotland's only dedicated fund for women and girls. I'm Susan Morrison and this is our podcast where we talk to inspiring women improving the lives of those women and girls today. This episode, we meet Rachel from Alchemy Film and Arts and they're weaving a little bit of magic down in the borders. It's wonderful uh, to, to meet with you, Rachel, and wonderful to talk about alchemy film and arts. Alchemy is an amazing word, slightly magical. Is that what you'd say you do down there? Yeah, yeah, definitely magical. That's, um, I think the magic of cinema and the magic of alchemy really encapsulates what we do. When you say the magic of cinema, so do you like a micro studio? Yeah, we do sort of three main things. We run the UK's Festival of Experimental Film, so working with hundreds of experimental artist filmmakers per year. Um, but we also run an award-winning community filmmaking programme, which is mostly what the Women's Fund um, sort of helps us continue. So working with a lot of groups throughout the year, often working with them on the first time they've ever made a film. And we also run a residency programme where we bring artists to Hoyk, where we're based um to sort of meet and work with communities through film. So lots of different things. I mean, I have to admit that when somebody uh, discusses, when somebody mentions film, I think most of us turn our eyes towards the sunny uplands of Los Angeles or even those, you know, the people down in Landon um, or even Glasgow. But Hoyk is an interesting choice, isn't it? Yeah, we, we try and challenge, you know, not just uh, that mainstream idea of film, but also quite urban centric models. There's there's a lot of communities here, a lot of diverse communities that often don't have access to culture. But film is actually a great way, a really accessible medium um, for people to get involved in creative activities and ways to self-express. Everyone watches films and everyone likes films. Uh, so right away, it's a medium that actually just opens things up there's so many things that you can do like if you think about even when you go to the cinema and you see the credits roll and there's hundreds of names you know every one of those people has a different role um so we really utilize that and sort of get people involved in all different sorts of ways yep actually um the end credits are one of my favorite bits of films uh, and usually because that's usually when you hear the full soundtrack and if it's good music, and I usually just sit there. And I'm that. I am that person, Rachel, who's sitting. And the usher is going. Is somebody going to tell that woman to move? I'm that person. You should always do that because it's it's labour. It's it's artists at work, and you know, hundreds of people have been involved in making a film, not just the main characters. Yeah, so it's nice to sit through that. I think. Oh, absolutely. And then, and every now and again, there'll be a name that you've recognised from another film, and you go, "Oh, look, they're sound engineer." There, I saw, I saw that one before. So it's always a lovely thing when you see the name again. What exactly is your role within Alchemy? Are you the alchemist? I don't call myself that, no. But uh, <laughs> Alchemy's been running since 2010 uh, and I've been here since 2019. So I'm one of the directors here. So we've got a small team of you know, between six and ten people, depending on the sort of time of year and what we're doing. Um, but I'm a, a director here at Alchemy. So I'll look through some of the uh, some of the titles, Barry Bengals and the Big Bad Barry, what was that one? Some great, oh, it's a really great title. So, and I noticed that an awful lot of them are done with community groups. So how do they find you or do you go out and hunt them down? Well, basically Film Town is is the name of our community engagement programme. So through that, we work year round with different community groups, as you say. And it's it's a bit of both. It's a bit of letting people know we're here, but actually most of the time I call like, know what film is and actually really want to make a film 
Um, so we've worked with Scouts, Brownies, Border Women's Aid, um, some NHS groups, um, Borders Additional Needs group, lots of different groups in Hoik, um, and mostly often with people who've maybe been marginalised for some reason, uh, and sort of connecting up with, with core services and interest groups in the town, and basically just working with them over a period of time to figure out what they want to say and how they might be able to say that in a creative and visual way. Because um, again, the beauty of, for example, making a film with a group like Border Women's Aid means that they then have that and they can use that and it can reach so hundreds and thousands of people and it doesn't necessarily have a time limit on it either. So in terms of you know putting a lot of work into making something, the reward is massive because we can celebrate that work made through a nice screening at the end, but also it will it will live on and, and keep sort of having an impact. So the, the funding that you received from the Women's Fund, you, you used for a very specific project, didn't you? We used that uh, with our work with artist Jules Horn. So Jules has been working in Hoik, looking at archives of Hoik and various stories of local people and local women here. Uh, So Jules worked with a group of women and non-binary people through writing workshops, acting workshops, and also developing AR assets, so augmented reality pieces as well. And that was all towards a sort of live action play with audiovisual elements as well. And we've got nice documentation of that. That's great. Do you find that um, people are more willing to come to you because you're filming, because sometimes because you're using film because it's so accessible? Yeah, I think what's what's good about that if you're filming outdoors is that you can see a camera. So it sort of tells you, you know, if you don't want to be in that, don't go near it. But also um, it's a kind of invitation as well. Um, and the benefit of this project is that it wasn't just film. Um, Jules was able to work with um, a group of women about um, through sort of writing as well. So there was sort of really a lot of different ways uh, to get involved. So there was a lot of creative writing going on as well, which again is quite a new thing for for us here. I think people forget just how multidisciplinary filming is. It, it's not just here's a camera, there's a person. Somebody has to write that, don't they? And somebody has to direct that and block it and. It, it's 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 really quite intensive and I don't think people realise just exactly how many people are involved behind the screen. Definitely and we had a great cast um, of women and non-binary actors and I, I'm quite new to working with actors so that was a lovely thing for me to experience as well because um, they were so skilled in everything that you say the kind of blocking and the, you know learning and sort of improvising as well Um was a really lovely thing to to watch sort of unfold. I like that. So you were you were working with women funded by women. That's a nice cycle, isn't it? Definitely. That was it was a real benefit of, of this and also getting to work with Jules uh, and the writing groups as well. Um it's a really nice atmosphere in the workshops. It's a town that's taken a fair bit of a pounding, is Hoik, isn't it? Yeah, with the various declines of, of industry, um, I think Hoyt has one of the highest rates of, of depopulation and unemployment. Um, the work here that, that we do, we, we like to think it has an urgency to it. Um, you know, although it's a creative project, so I think some people would argue that's sort of recreation, we know that actually access to creativity can be really integral to, to mental health. Um and so confidence and having a pride of place and some of the work we've done in the past um, even with groups like uh, the Scottish Borders Rape Crisis Centre so working with people who've experienced gender-based violence um, 
we've we've sort of seen the benefits of that as well in, in sort of what um visual communication can do such as film mm-hmm. i mean you're in, you're in charge of so many things there film based um, but what's your what's your real what's your real driver i think um it is sort of providing people with a tool that they could actually find a different way of expressing themselves through you know not everyone you don't always have the words to say things um you don't always feel like you want to say things um but actually to discover new ways of communicating maybe things that are a bit less literal um and and also things that are accessible everyone can you know write with a pen or take a, a film on their um phone um, so it's sort of, you know, my favourite thing that we do here is actually really unlocking creative potential and, and actually really demystifying this idea that, you know, artists are a certain group or a certain demographic, um, but actually everyone everyone um, can access creativity. I mean, see that, that you've, you've hit on something there. Maybe that's where the word alchemy comes back in again, because everyone is an artist, but people seem to think it's only if you say you're an artist that you're an artist. And then when people say they're an artist, everybody thinks they're probably a bit pretentious. <laughs> yeah, and um, we like to, if our, when our, with our residency programme, and, and that has been working with a lot of amazing women as well, we really like, you know, introducing professional art to community groups and, and sort of showing them that these are people too, like, you know, um, making sure that the groups can work with the artists as well, because that, that actually benefits everyone. It also benefits the artist practice too. Yeah, so it is, you're actually turning, you're actually unlocking the artistic potential in ordinary people. You're not turning them into artists, you're just uncovering the artists they actually have within them. Exactly, yeah. We sometimes call them first-time filmmakers. That's a great title, yeah, first-time filmmakers. I mean, even Scorsese was a first-time filmmaker once. Yes, and the, the kind of films that we make are experimental films, and, and a lot of um, kind of famous directors that we know the name of now you know, started um, by doing kind of more artistic works. Um, it's really kind of affordable and flexible to make experimental films. Because the fascinating thing about film as well is it's it's such an accessible art form. It's it's practically custom designed for marginalised and ignored groups, isn't it? Because they can, what you said about writing, but what if you're not writing in the same language? By opening these doors, you're letting more voices in. Exactly, yeah. And I, I think that is really, because every time you let more voices in, you, you get more interesting stories in as well. You must find it quite difficult to decide who to work with sometimes. We do, we do have a bit of a waiting list because it's so open as well. It's sort of like, you know, let us help you what you make what you want to make. Um, so that's a really open brief that we have for Film Town. And we like to also kind of, and again, that's with the Women's Fund, we've been able to deepen engagement with, with people also that we've worked with before. There were new participants, but it was also nice to be able to provide opportunities for returning participants as well, because that's also important to not to constantly work with new people also. Mm. It's good to have new people on board, but it's always good to have experienced people on board as well. You mentioned Film Town. Um, is that separate to Alchemy Arts? It's just the name of our, our community engagement programme, Film Town. Um, part of our aim is to put Hoyk on the map as Scotland's film town and to also put Scotland on an international map as a creative home for things like experimental film. Um, do you find sometimes when you're out and about filming, if you're outdoors, people just wander up to you and start talking to you? 
and other stories come out. Yeah, yeah, it does happen. We talk about that a lot because sometimes people come into frame, but we also find that it's maybe a certain demographics of people that can do that, can feel comfortable doing that. And actually a lot of our challenge is not just saying we have safe spaces, but actually really making safe spaces so that the people that maybe don't feel so comfortable walking into a frame or even walking into a cinema um, can actually find a place at Alchemy. One of the things I've noticed with um, groups working with communities and they get these forms that they have to fill in with outcomes, aims, objectives and outcomes. But sometimes the outcomes that groups like yourself have can't be measured. Do you, like, do you find that? It, you, how do you explain how a, a group feels when they see themselves portrayed on screen? Yeah, I always think about sort of two examples, particularly of two young women that we've worked with in the past. Um, so one of which has gone on to study a creative subject at university. So that's brilliant. And that's very kind of uh, measurable. But another um, experience is autism and is part of one of the groups that we work with. And in going through one of our projects where they learned how to make a film, at the end of that, they said that they were now confident enough to speak about their lived experience um, and sort of advocate for themselves. So for me, that's like, how do you, how do you put that in form um, and actually that's why it's important to move away from this idea of forms of course we keep forms and we keep numbers and so on but it's these stories um, that actually bring the benefits to life it's something perhaps that um funders should look at i know the women's fund for scotland is very innovative in the way that it looks at its outcomes and perhaps it should be uh, looked at this again is reporting in different ways um and by that i'm just thinking about what you've just said there showing funders a film is as valid as a spreadsheet isn't it? Definitely, definitely. Um, something live and something that shows people engaging with things um, and just stories again. It is, yeah, because it all boils down to stories, doesn't it? And you're capturing so many of them. And the, you've also got a festival that runs there. Wow. I mean, what are you not doing, Rachel? <laughs> very busy, very tired. <laughs> Um, so the festival has been running since 2020 and runs every year um, and is, is the UK's festival of this type of film, experimental film. Um, and it's sort of an international home to, to artists across the world who make experimental films. So every year we show around 100 of those and the audience is relatively split between visitors who come to Hoyk. So that's good for us because it generates um, a bit of economic uh, benefit in the area, but also a local audience. And we've really been building the volunteer group this year as well, which is also something that we hope that doing these workshops uh, will contribute to. So really forming relationships with the participants that work on the community engagement work and making sure that they can also access the festival, meet professional artists and actually get involved in a really exciting event. So there's always lots that happens, screenings, events, uh, a Kaylee, um, using lots of different venues around the town. But the soft outcomes that you have seem to be changing things in Hoyk for the better. Yes. Uh, you never want to say that art is going to change the world. Um, yeah. But I think it can make things feel better. Um, it can sort of explain and be critical of the world as well um, and sort of help people understand things and discuss things. So we're sort of always wary of saying um, that we can change the world through art, but I think we can definitely make it better. 
right, you definitely can make it better. And so let's let's keep on. Well, I forgot to ask you when the festival is, by the way. It is usually the weekend or just before International Workers' Day, which is always either the last weekend in April or the first weekend in May. Well, there's a good reason to go to Hoyek, everybody. I think we should all head down there and join the festival. What a great film festival in the borders. It's a lovely idea. Well done. Thank you. Thank you for joining us and listening to this story. I hope you've been inspired. And if you would like to support the Women's Fund for Scotland, search for us online and listen out for our other podcast episodes.